this is the most festive podcast in the galaxy. The Elise Yeezy Show. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Elise Yeezy Show. Welcome to, I reckon this is probably the first episode of Podmus. If I've managed to film 25 pods in a month if i haven't managed to film it then just regard this message entirely just ignore it i'm chatting shit but first episode i am with rachel Waits and kyra hi guys hi. got a little one here you say hi baby hello hey, little baby say hi good girl hi, baby. <laughs> bless her she's a little too short to see the camera properly but you're here aren't you babes yeah bless her she is a little bit sleepy today it's been a long day for her we've been out on played haven't we we've been out on a walk you found some mushrooms? She peed all over them. It was great. Yeah. That <laughs> seems like an appropriate yeah. response to finding mushrooms. I know. It's what I usually do. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? What have you been up to? What's going on? Tell um, me everything. Oh, God. Good. So I have a rant that I want to bring up with you about, of all things, Emmerdale. But before what? we get to that, <laughs> I know, I know. But before we get to that, like mushrooms, right? We have seen so many mushrooms recently on our walks, which is lovely. It's nice. There's like hundreds more than usual. I feel like every time we come back from a walk, I'm sending Kieran just like hundreds of pictures of mushrooms. Being like, we saw these, we saw these, we saw these. Outside mm. my flat right now, there's these like giant earth balls, like huge ones like this, which is wonderful. You never see them in this little part of Leeds all that often. Problem is, none of them are supposed to be fruiting at this time of year. All the species of them are ones that should be fruiting in September. So what does this kind of, mean? What's going on? It's too hot. Aliens. Oh, okay. Oh, or yeah, global or aliens. Yeah, aliens or global warming. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty much the answer to every problem in life, right? Aliens <laughs> or global warming. Um, but yeah, it's like, I keep being like, this is lovely because there's so many mushrooms. But on the other hand, the world is very broken and it's just kind of quite sad. <laughs> Good well, in Yeah. <laughs> on a cheerier note about mushrooms, mm. though. I don't even know if this is a cheerio mode. Have you seen, like, um, there's this type of mushroom uh, and it's called, I don't think it's called a lobster mushroom, but apparently when you cook it, it tastes like lobster. So, like, vegans, and, and you can get it in the US, I don't think you can get it over here, so vegans in the US um, yeah. will order this, like, lobster mushroom and make, like, lobster thermidor or, like, lobster club sandwiches or whatever, That's and I'm very crazy. jealous. I can believe that, though. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many mushrooms that taste of like proper different things. And I didn't realize this until like a couple of years back. So I was just like, oh God, I hate mushrooms. I hate the texture. I hate the taste. No, all I ever had before were like button mushrooms. Mm. And I just thought all mushrooms were like that. And I started reading more about them. I was like, oh my God, some of them are actually like really earthy. Some of them are really fresh. Some of them are quite meaty. Some of them literally taste like beef and things like that. And I started like trying more and more mushrooms. And now there's like a couple that I don't mind, which is surprising. But, yeah, these yeah, lobster ones, that. they taste like fish, apparently. Like, not like fish fish, but like mm. crustacean, you know. Do you think it would give me an allergic reaction? Are you allergic to fish? Shellfish and mollusks, Ooh. yeah. I don't think it would, but it would be quite funny. I think you'd be okay. Yeah. So maybe you could try it. We could we could try it. We mm. go to the US and try it. I'm going to go to the US just to try this lobster mushroom. Thing is, I don't even like the taste of lobster, but I'd try it anyway just to see if it does taste like it. I'd also be interested in yeah. the texture. Mm. Can't imagine what it'd be like. Would it still be like the slimy mushroom texture, or like I don't know? Would it 
feel a bit more meaty. <laughs> I think so. Cause I've seen like, cause obviously I follow like lots of vegan cooking mm. stuff and mushroom is utilized a lot and the different yeah. types and textures, you can get some that have more of a meaty or yeah. whatnot, you know, it's interesting. So where do you fall on the argument of should you wash your mushrooms? I, I've always washed them because they got dirt on them. Yeah. I've always yeah. washed them. Why? Yeah. Who's not people, washing them? Some people say you shouldn't, like when you buy them in a shop. And I'm not entirely sure why. Maybe it's like a flavor thing, a texture thing. But I have on occasions like made spore prints from mushrooms, which is mm. really, really cool, right? It's just like you get paper and, you know, mushrooms leave spores of different colors. So depending on the color of the spores you want a different color paper and you just leave the mushroom sat on it like overnight sometimes you want to make it a bit more humid by like putting a bowl over it or like change the temperature or something but generally it's as simple as just leaving it on a sheet of paper and you get the spore print and it's really really cool but a couple of times I've done that the net like now I always put a bowl over it because the next morning I've come back and not only has the spore print been on the paper but there's been lots of little bugs crawling away from inside the mushroom Oh, yum. Extra protein. Yeah. I saw like little baby maggots once. I was like, oh my oh. God. <laughs> it was oh. awful. I had to like really carefully carry it across the house and be like, don't spill, don't spill, don't spill. And they'll like take it outside and wave it off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what types of hippies aren't washing their mushrooms. What do you mean for like taste or texture? Who likes eating dirt? Well, I don't know. Because it was, um, you know, that cooking channel I really like, Anti Chef. You know, the guy who I, I want to marry despite him already having a, a wife. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, um, I really like his videos, but apparently he gets told off quite a lot in the comments for washing his mushrooms. Oh, wait, no, no. Oh, you've like triggered some sort of memory in me. I think it's because when you wash mushrooms, mushrooms, will they'll absorb the water. But then oh. to, counter, to counteract that, all you need to do is just cook them for longer because when you cook mushrooms oh. like you fry them in a pan you should be yeah. cooking them enough that they release they'll like a bunch of baby mushrooms baby butter mushrooms whatever they're called mm. they'll release the water and then like that water will thicken and then they'll get really tender and you just leave them okay, cooking for yeah. ages yeah hmm. i'll say maybe oh. that yeah never really knew see you're teaching me something just cooking for longer. Some people know nothing. Why would you like like what would you rather? Dirty dirt mushrooms or overcooked mushrooms? Well, you know, those little bits of maggot inside really add some extra flavor. Little extra that is, protein. That's the future that liberals and Jeremy Corbyn want. Us to be eating maggots from. Well, yeah, I think I told you this before. My sister sometimes gets like snack packages of like bug snacks. Really? Like chocolate covered crickets and stuff like that. And like other things that are like insects that have been like mushed up into like little protein bars with like prunes and fruit and stuff. And she loves them. That's a film. That's in Snowpiercer where they're eating insects, like protein bars yeah. but made from insects. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen Snowpiercer, but there's a really good video on YouTube that someone did where they said why Snowpiercer is the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I've heard that theory, but again, not seen Snowpiercer <laughs> myself either. So Just watch yeah, that video. The theory's good. Mm. <laughs> you want me to jump down, baby? Are you okay there? Okay, you can stay. She's looking at me. She's just like stood on my foot foot awkwardly and like keeps turning around to stare at me. Bless her. You just want to be involved in the conversation. Mm. Where do you stand on this, Kyra? What do you think about Snowpiercer being a, a sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I know Would you're a big eat... fan of both films. Would she eat a protein bar made of bugs? 
depends. Does it smell like chocolate? Because if so, she'll eat anything that smells like chocolate, much really? to her detriment. Little oh, monkey butts. She, I've never seen a dog dribble more when I eat chocolate. She just mm. loves the smell of it. She just like is a little waterfall. And I'm like, mm. baby, it's so cute, but you can't have any. A monster. So, do you know what I found the other day? I found this, um, I found this chocolate brand that doesn't use cocoa because of all the controversy surrounding cocoa mm. farmers and child slavery and stuff. So they use yeah. carob, um, and it's chocolate without the chocolate, yeah. kind of. That makes sense. Well, I was thinking, well, oh, that would be interesting to buy, but guess how much it costs? A lot. For a 48-gram bar, so not even 100 gram, it's like a fiver. Oof, that's ridiculous. What else is uh, carob pods used for? I think, oh, my God, I know carob pods. Um, they use them to make the gin that I like from Gibraltar. Hmm. Um, we did, uh, so when we were there for my sister's wedding, me and Kieran did like this hike one day and we saw these like, they were growing from a tree and they looked kind of like green beans. And mm. we were like, oh, that's kind of odd. But then we looked further on the tree and like some of them had turned kind of like brown and dry. And also they were a lot like bigger and thick than green beans, but that sort of shape. And we we're like, what, what are they? So we took a photo. And then couple of days later we went to a gin tasting with my sister and her now wife and while they were there they said that one of the main ingredients in the Gibraltar gin that made it so unique to anywhere else in the world was that they used carob pods in it and they showed a picture of them I was like oh my god oh my god we saw them on the hike and they were like yeah there's like a ton of them up the rock and I was like overly excited about this <laughs> it was great I was like I've seen them I've seen them that's great loved it also wonderful tasting gin <laughs> Very nice. What was yeah. the thing that you wanted to rant about? Oh my god. Okay, Emma Dale. So, right. you know I love EastEnders. Yes. <laughs> Too much. Um, I recently started watching Emma Dale as well, but I decided to go right back to the beginning of this year and like start from the beginning of the year and try and get into it and stuff like that. See how it was. Tried that with Corey too. Corey is terrible at the minute. Cannot get into that. Terrible acting. Terrible filming. Terrible lighting for some reason awful characters anyway Emmerdale though quite addictive so I've started watching it and now I'm up to June don't ask me how quickly I've got here because that's embarrassing but now I'm up to June and there's a storyline with this kid called Amelia and she's 16 but she's got a kid of her own mm -hmm. and she's at college and she's working part-time in a salon I didn't know there were that many hours in the day to do all that but Amelia's doing it right sure sure and in the last month, she's decided she's going to become an influencer. So she started posting, like, basically the equivalent of TikTok videos, right? They're like three-minute videos where she's like, I'm going to show you guys how to do your brows, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, within a week of her posting, she becomes so successful that people are, like, donating a crap ton of money. Like, the huh? first, yeah, right? <laughs> so the first day she turns on tips, she uh, earns 50 quid. And the advice from one of the other characters is, I'm going to tell you this whole story and then ask your opinion because there's a lot to this. So the advice from one of the other characters, Sarah, I, sorry, this is my other rant about Emmerdale. All the characters look the same and I'm having a really hard time distinguishing them. Like mm. for a long time, I thought Gabby, Sarah and Victoria were all the same person and was very confused. They're all just like generic white girls with long brown hair and mm. they all look the same in the face of it. Anyway, it was difficult. And also Dawn and the other blonde one, Chloe's sister, I thought they were the same character. They're not. 
Billy and Nate, apparently they're two separate characters, thought they were the same person <laughs> for like three months. Anyway, <laughs> I have so many rants about this. So Sarah says to Amelia, oh, you've made a bit of money. You need to invest that back into your channel. I was like, oh my God, like they're actually giving good advice. This is great. So she goes, so you need to buy some followers. Okay. And apparently this works. So huh. she goes out and buys like 50 quids worth of fake followers. And this somehow gets her more real followers. <laughs> don't know how. Who all keep donating more and more money to the point where she's doing the family's food shop every week now. And she can take her boyfriend out for dinner and blah, blah, blah. And she's making like hundreds of pounds a day after like doing this for two weeks as you do. And apparently she's um, like replying to every single DM she gets. And then she starts getting some creepy DMs from men. And then like her dad and boyfriend are like blaming her for these men being like, hey, send me nudes. And I'm like, are you forgetting she's a 16 year old girl? That's a crime. That sounds realistic. That sounds realistic. Men yeah. blaming the girl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then, so at this point she's been doing this for about a month. Um, this guy turns up to the salon where she works and like corners her and he's like, I'm actually your biggest fan. And he's been posing as like another mum online and has turned <laughs> up to where she works and is like, my name's Lloyd. I'm your biggest fan. And he corners her at work and then she cries and then Mandy comes in and saves her. But then he follows her home and now he's stalking her. And it's this whole big stalking thing. So all this has happened in a month. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't TV shows ever show like the realities of what it's like being a content creator? Because they make it seem like you just post some videos and then the oh the next big step is like once your videos have started getting some views, you buy a ring light and then after that everything comes together and you're a professional. <laughs> it's it's like a moment. I saw it on like some other soap as well. You buy a ring light and then then you're an influencer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, right. Where to begin? Where to begin <laughs> with this? Well, I've noticed like a bit broader, but films don't really know how to deal with not just influencers, but social mm -hmm. media as a concept anyway. Like yeah. even even what was it? There was some there was some Ke like recent Kevin Hart film I was watching where he was like throwing a party and like mm -hmm. someone had become boring and like there it was just like a bunch <laughs> of 40 year olds and like they were trying to get their youth back or I don't know some rubbish yeah. like that um and even like when when they show things happening on Instagram and then people tagging each other like on Instagram yeah it's a lot of like no I don't know like it's not realistic anymore it's kind of like it's really outdated it's like how things yeah. were a decade ago yeah you know um, because I feel like that that thing of she just uploaded a few videos, suddenly she's an influencer, would have worked when YouTube had just come out. Because yeah, that's like, literally how Zoella became a yeah. thing. Like no one else was doing it. Yeah, back in like 2007, I could believe it. But now yeah. it's a bit like really? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird and it's outdated. Mm. Yeah. But like it's sorry, Kara, calm yourself, Bean. Sorry, she just wants attention at the minute. She's so grumpy. But like Corey recently did a story as well uh, while I was trying to watch it where Ryan, I want to say, started like basically OnlyFans. And um, <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was on like a really weird website. So they couldn't call it OnlyFans. It was more like a mix between YouTube and MySpace. But then it also had sex workers. So yeah, so it was basically like a cross between 
YouTube, MySpace and OnlyFans. And like he started off apparently doing like fitness influencing and like food blogging and stuff like that. And like, hey, this is what my workout is this week. And then people were like, oh, you should take your shirt off more. And then all of a sudden he starts like selling videos of himself masturbating. And it was like all on the same website. Is that like... (sighs) It was very odd. So again, it was like just a very outdated thing. And again, he went from like in the space of a month not having a following to making like apparently thousands of pounds a day doing this. It was How are these odd. people doing that? Because I would love yeah. to follow their career trajectory. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. But like if I could start posting videos like and start making... Because Amelia, like they tried to make it like realistic by like, oh, well, she's only making 50 quid a day. I'm like... When you start out, that is a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. You know? I didn't make yeah. I didn't make money for I don't even know years. Took me six months to make like you know in the hundreds a yeah. month. Yeah, and then like within a year, I was doing quite well and probably making about fifteen hundred a month. But mm. yeah, no, it's taken what like six, seven years to get to a point where I'm actually like mm. stable. <laughs> It's Mm. insane that people think you can just like, oh, anyone can be an influencer. And like, no offense to this, like Amelia girl, but like she's doing like beauty influencing. That market is so oversaturated and she doesn't really have any experience in it. She's only just like the month before started an internship at a salon. Like she literally like two episodes before was learning how to do someone's nails. And then suddenly she's making videos about how to do your nails at home. And it's like, but you've never done them before yourself before, (laughs) like two episodes ago. And now apparently you're an expert who has these like hundreds and thousands of followers online. It's just like, no. (laughs) So it was, it was frustrating. Do you know what? Mm, I guess this is very vaguely related. I've been watching The Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, I want to see that. Watch it. It's it's good. Yeah. I'm only I'm only up to episode three so far. Mm. Um, but in episode two, there's this bloke, what's his name? Prospero. Um, mm. and he's kind of I think he's 25, and you know, they're all they're all the the kids yeah. of this rich, like billionaire mogul, basically. Yeah. And he wants to the job market that he wants to get into is basically just do it make what's the uh, not PR, but there's a proper word for it. Basically party planning, but like really mm. elu- uh, secretive parties, right? Oh, um, okay. Very, very exclusive, you yeah. know, like top of the range actors, actresses, um, people like that. And there's this bit where he's like, he, he he's put together this party. He's looking over the security footage and he's like, oh, see that person there? Like they're so-and-so, so See that person there? Like they're the daughter of like a congressman. This footage is going to be worth millions kind of thing, right? Um, yeah. And I felt like that was interesting because he's clearly like some sort of nepo baby influencer. He's famous himself, right? And he's thrown this party. And usually when like, you know, secretive or like exclusive parties are mentioned in media now, it's, oh, Mm. look, there's that influencer and they have like 20 million. And there Mm -hmm. was none of that. Like there was Um, none of that. And I actually found that quite, quite refreshing, like in a weird way. And it's such a small part of it, but it was enough that I did notice. Like I clocked it. And... Yeah, it, it was just it was just refreshing that it didn't care for that yeah. group. Do you know what I mean? Because like, sure, an influencer might have twenty million followers, but the daughter of a congressman having sex in a room like that's way more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 
And people mm. kind of expect them to behave better than influencers. Like if an influencer mm. did this, yeah, it's fine. Everyone expects it from them, you know? <laughs> like Logan Paul decides, like, oh, it's another Tuesday night for him. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I like that. I like that. I, the other thing is, like, they don't seem to understand, like, money and sponsorships and stuff like that. So an an- <laughs> another thing in Emmerdale was... Um, there's this one character, I can't remember her name, but she's like having a bunch of money problems and stuff. And she goes to get her nails done at that salon. And this is basically how Amelia gets the idea to become an influencer. Um, and this one character, she can't afford to get her nails done. So she's like, can I pay you another way? Oh, my friend's got like a couple of mini- million followers. How about I get her to do a shout out for you? And that covers my nails. It's like, I'm sorry, if your friend has a couple of million followers, she's not going to give you a shout out to cover her friend's 20 quid bill. (laughs) She's more likely to just give her friend the 20 quid. That's so weird. I know. (laughs) But it would cost nothing to get like a consultant. Well, it would it, it cost a little bit, a social media consultant. I could do that job. I could tell, like, mainstream media, okay, this is what's realistic, this is what isn't. Yeah. I basically consult, like, all of you lot behind the scenes. I'm basically always yeah. telling, like, you or, like, the 10 other YouTubers that yeah. I talk to, like, you know, privately, what to do and, like, where to go. I could do that job. Yeah. I could tell yeah. them, okay, right, if someone's got a few million in- Instagram followers or whatever, they're not <laughs> going to give a shout-out. They're not yeah. going to... They would charge, like... 50 grand for a shout out are you joking yeah well I feel like <laughs> not not that I'm like the Biggie Stenders fan girl that everyone thinks that no I am I am a Biggie Stenders fan girl yeah you but are not to not to completely lick their bum but I do think they've done the influencer thing really well so they've got Kim who's like really kind of like loud and obnoxious and funny she's kind of become an influencer and it's all done like a bit tongue, tongue-in-cheek and satire she calls herself the Kimfluencer and stuff like that and it's all quite funny um, and she has slowly over like two three years gained quite a bit of a following where like now occasionally like she works in a salon as well don't know why so many people working in salons but she like works in a salon and occasionally she'll get a customer who comes in and goes oh I've watched your videos or something like that but even after three years she doesn't make much money off it she sometimes will like talk about doing like you know she gets some free products that she shouts out in a video and stuff like that but they're not making it unrealistic where she's making like a crap ton of money off it they acknowledge mm. that like she doesn't really earn anything still and it's just like occasional free products and stuff I'm like yeah that's that's realistic I think which was quite nice 50 quid a day assuming it's every day mm. is is 1500 in a month yeah what this this girl from Emmerdale are you joking yeah. took me a year to get that on YouTube it took um, me quitting my job and getting lucky with the Piers Morgan thing and that being a boost to my channel yeah. for me to for me to like yeah get that amount and basically match what I was earning at that uh like you know proper office job anyway yeah. do you know what I mean like but it took me like I, I quit my job and I was like right I'm gonna just do this I'm sick of working normally and to, to get yeah. to that amount yeah I was having to post like eight videos a month at like 20 30 minutes each she can do like a three minute video a day skipping some days and she gets 50 quid a day in donations this wasn't ad revenue this was donations from people <laughs> who thought she was just that good they're like oh i love your eyebrow video here let me tip you 15 quid who would do that in this economy yeah right exactly 
she's there complaining one minute that she can't afford to buy nappies for her baby, but people are tipping her 15 quid for an eyebrow tutorial. Why can't people tip me more? My PayPal is in the description link below. <laughs> Do you have Patreon? Do you want to plug that as well? No, I used to, but then I just found that like I wasn't really updating it because I'm not that big on That's sharing fair. sharing things, you know, like like because people would say, What about um what's it called? What's it called? Bloopers. Right, and it's like, but yeah. you, you don't want to see bloopers because bloopers <laughs> is just me not being able to pronounce words properly yeah. and then getting frustrated or swearing a lot or like the microphone doesn't work, so I'm just like effing and blinding <laughs> for like five minutes straight. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Well, that's one of my big Patreon rewards now are things like uh, stickers and prints and stuff like mm. that, and like postcards that get sent out to people, which is quite fun. I like that. I do have Discord, but I don't really feel comfortable using that anymore after you know, who sent their fans in to, like, read all my stuff. So, like, I don't even want to use that anymore. So I feel a bit like, I don't know, Patreon is a difficult one. Because also I'm not very good at talking to people. So if people want that, like, one-on-one -one interaction, I'm just like, I'm not very good at conversations. Usually, like, I have a choice between, like, I can message one fan a day or make a video. Yeah. <laughs> of, like, my social battery. Okay, Angel. You're yeah, good. I just feel yeah, like it's hard. I just, I just don't care to express myself in many ways publicly. You know, I just, yeah. I just don't care because at least, at least with you, you're very artistic. Thank you. But it's like I can draw, I can draw, but I never, I never sit down and do a drawing anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just not like, I'm not that interested in expressing things or my opinions much anymore which sounds mm. really ironic because like my channel is very opinionated um mm. but most of my opinions I just ignore I get tired of having loads of opinions because I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll like I'll yeah. see something and I'll have like a negative opinion then I'll think oh god why are you so opinionated shut up and that's all <laughs> in my own head you know I'm kind of like I'm like negging myself in my head yeah. so I'm not really interested in um but I feel like it's better to have that boundary between yeah. you and because I feel like my fan base understand quite clearly like mm. here's the content there you go enjoy it but like <laughs> yeah. there is there is that I get that I feel like well, we don't need to know everything that's going on in every person's head and yeah. we don't need to know everyone's opinion on every single topic like sometimes people like message me and be like oh can you speak about this topic like I think I think you have an interesting opinion on it I'm like I don't I don't really have much of an opinion or sometimes my opinion is just, it's bad. And like, you can't make a whole video out of just like, oh, this thing bad, you know? So I feel like if I have to make, or if I want to make a video on something, it has to be something I'm really passionate about and like really care about, or that mm -hmm. I'm like really emotionally invested in for some silly reason. Like I, I could make like a four hour long video right now about the theories for the Christmas like mystery on EastEnders happily four hour video on that no problem <laughs> but like if people are like oh can you talk about what such and such a politician said on this day at this time I'm like it was stupid that's all I have to say you know and it's like if I'm not really invested I don't want to just talk about it for the sake of it does that make sense yeah people are always I guess it's normal when you like someone you you want to hear mm. their opinions about things um but yeah. I feel like I just have so many opinions and they're all out there um yeah. can't I catch a break and just not do you know what I mean like like yeah. once uh once I got an Instagram message um 
just being like, oh, I'd like to hear your thoughts about Elvis Presley because <laughs> you've got you've got some like portraits of him or whatever. Um, but you know, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts about him and the grooming allegations. And I ignored it, of course. I just saw his message yeah. request and I was kind of like, like what 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 could I possibly like, firstly the bloke's dead? Secondly, yeah, he most definitely allegedly was a pedophile. Like, what more do you want me to say? It's possible to enjoy someone's voice and aesthetic i like elvis i love elvis presley's voice i like his aesthetic i like that and it's also possible to be like probably was a pedophile though and he's not benefiting from me buying a picture of him or listening to his music the guy's (laughs) dead unless he's on an island with tupac and um, an mj somewhere but i doubt it oh my favorite conspiracy theory about um elvis presley was that he faked his own death and he's now working as a caretaker in the big house where he used to live. What was that called? Oh, I should know that. <laughs> I should know that. Sorry, let me um Google it. Where did Elvis live? Elvis House. Graceland. There we go. Graceland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was so thinking Maryland. Is- like the cookies. <laughs> The theory is that he um, faked his own death, but continued living at Graceland. And like now he walks around and like sees people doing tours and he's like the um, caretaker or something like that. And he's like in disguise. Have you seen the... Like the evidence was these like blurry photos of this like caretaker just there like raking leaves. (laughs) People go, yeah, that's definitely Elvis. (laughs) Have you seen the, um, the theory that he was in Home Alone? No. Heard it. Let me let me get the picture. <laughs> if everyone who's an audio listener, if you Google Elvis Presley Home Alone, I'm sure it'll it'll come up. My well, it was stop. like it was like a whole Vice article. Um, you're not going to be able to see this, but like, hang on, I'm googling it as well. Let me find that picture. <laughs> I don't see it. No. No, of course you don't see it. It's it's clearly clearly not him. (laughs) I mean, they both have eyes. (laughs) They both have hair. Yeah. Um, I think there's ears on both of them. Hard to tell, but... (laughs) That's a very odd theory. Why do people want people to have faked their deaths so badly? I guess because they just don't want them to be gone, right? You know, like even... Yeah. But, but <laughs> Even... people have these conspiracies about Hitler as well, and I'm pretty sure most people are happy he's gone. Oh yeah, like he fled to Argentina or um or he went to live on uh the moon because the Nazis have a moon oh. base. Or they have I like, like the Hollow Earth one, the one that where he went to the Antarctic and buried into the earth and he's yes. living underneath the earth's surface. That yeah. is because reptilians do live inside the hollow earth. Of course. Because it's hotter for them, so they like it better down there, obviously. Yeah, obviously. makes sense, makes sense. Um, would he age at a different rate if he was living closer to the centre of the Earth? Um, like, maybe why? only marginally, but... Why no, would... I'm just, just wondering. Well... I mean, like, he'd, he'd age at the same rate, but, like, no, no, there's no logic to my thought. <laughs> The physics doesn't physic. You know when um you know when Michael Jackson died? Mm. I wasn't even a fan of his, but I was like, I don't reckon he's dead. I reckon he's alive. And like, yeah, like proper I was like, nope, he's definitely alive. And I was looking at all these conspiracy theory threads about him because like before um 
I guess I guess trigger warning talking about Michael Jackson here and in jest as well. Um but before he passed away, he was wearing like these these uh really colorful dresses when he was going mm. out with his kids and family members and stuff. And then I read this all on probably a thread on like David Icke's forum or whatever. Um, then, you know, he dies and they have all those memorial services and stuff for him. Mm. And they had the concert and whatnot. And then there was like, there was a woman like with a hat on who was wearing the same dress that he had worn before he passed away. Maybe it was popular <laughs> dress or maybe it was Michael Jackson. Like I got deep into that conspiracy okay, for a good year, but I don't know why. Because like I don't, I I don't care about Michael Jackson, so I don't know why I was invested. Can we think about that one logically for a second? Because what is more likely, right? He faked his death and then turns up at his own funeral wearing the clothes that he was known for before he died, or a fan of his wore the same clothes that he was known for before he died. It's a faking death, right? That's the obvious answer. Yeah, clearly. Uh, yeah. Like if if you could if you could you would. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the queen faked her own death as well? Nah, she was well old. Rip. <laughs> Rip someone up um Queen Liz. I don't accept that uh Charles is the king. He's Prince Charles. So he's been Prince Charles to me for many a decade and he will remain Prince Charles to me until it's the end of mine or his uh reign, shall we say? I um I was at a party the other night and um I wasn't drinking so like because I've not been feeling too well recently so I wasn't drinking so I was completely mm. sober everyone else was very very drunk at this point in the night and then people were talking about like kind of you know famous people they knew and stuff like that and then like it came to like musicians and stuff and I just said like oh well you know I, I know King Charles quite well meaning the singer like, because I just thought I thought that was quite logical because like we were talking about musicians and I said I know King Charles quite well um, and everyone went <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I I was still thinking like you know as in Charles Costa Charles and I'm like oh we met at this gig and then like we hung out like all this and they were like what was King Charles doing at a gig <laughs> and they all got super invested in this story before it clicked for me I went oh my god not that one not that one no and you I- should have kept that going you should have been like yeah 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 me and the king are bezies like what are you saying fam like half half the people were drunk enough that they all like properly believed me and were really invested in it and then the other half just thought I was like talking out of my absolute bum and just making everything <laughs> up <laughs> I was like oh god's sake oh I like that <sighs> thing is Kieran was with me and he realized what was going on and he kept his mouth shut the entire time and I turned around and he was just like trying to hide fits of giggles I was like you could have said something he should have backed you up he should have been like yeah it's true yeah yeah i met him yeah we're we're often at the palace (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um i do not know any royals i don't think although i think charles is actually a friend with a couple of them like some of the younger princess people i don't know what you call Mm. them yeah just fun no i don't care to know any of them no, not you and Prince Andrew going to Pizza Express on a Saturday night. Oh yeah, we'd have like a chili eating contest. The first one to sweat loses. <laughs> Sorry, but the finest education in the country, um, and that's the lie he came up with allegedly. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to get so dumb for treason one day. I just don't. I don't care. 
Oh, it's a good job that's not like, well, it is a crime, but it's a good job it's not like an enforceable crime to that extent anymore. Is it not? Well, I mean, otherwise we'd probably both be arrested for this conversation. (laughs) I mean, you could probably still bring a civil case for slander, but... (laughs) Or would it be libel? I can't remember which way around it is. Allegedly. Can I ask you your theories on who you think the dead body is um, at Christmas on EastEnders? There's a dead body? Oh my God, have you not heard about the flash forward? No, there's a flash forward. How innovative. I'm so excited by this. February, they did a flash forward with the six who are, I've mentioned the six to you before, I'm sure I have. It was probably on a podcast. Wait, why why, why does this sound like a, the six? This sounds like a Wes Anderson film. Oh my God, it's fantastic. They've all got their own colour. There's all these clues and things going on. It's brilliant. I'm very invested in this. Um, it's been Wait, is my this, life is this Gossip Girl? What, what do you mean? Not Gossip Girl. Not... Um, what's what? Pretty Little Liars? Like, this is what oh. it sounds like. It sounds like it sounds like an American kind of, ooh. ooh I did who used to like Pretty Little Liars as well. It, oh, it's very, very good. So they've got six of the main women from the cast. They've got Stacy. They've got Denise. They've got Suki. They've got Sharon. They've got Linda. And they've got Kathy. And they are the six. And in February, they did a flash forward to Christmas of this year. And they had the six women all stood over a body. And then Sharon goes to the body and she's got blood on her. And Denise is holding a smashed bottle. And Stacy's got blood all over her hands. And and Kyra's grumbling at me. She's very (laughs) excited by this. (laughs) But then Sharon goes to the body and goes, he's dead. And looks at the camera and then you get the duff duff and we've been getting like little trailers for all the women throughout the year and they've all got like this big storyline where they've got a male antagonist it's great it's very exciting no one knows who killed them or who's dead or what's gonna happen <laughs> she's just excited she, barking? <laughs> she yapped didn't you come Aww. here you monkey butt come here this one is also a big eastenders fan who do you think's a dead Aww. body hmm who do you think at the minute um <laughs> Kathy is very angry with her husband Rocky because he has a gambling problem and it turns out he set her cafe on fire and nearly got two of her grandchildren killed in the fire. Stacey has a stalker from doing OnlyFans. There you go. Sure, sure. Um, His name is Theo. He also used to be her cousin's son's school teacher and then... He came to tutor Stacy's daughter, Lily, while she was off school because she was pregnant at 12 years old. <laughs> These stories are so ridiculous. Um, and then he became obsessed with Stacy and became her OnlyFans subscriber and then started stalking her and then broke into the house and tried to rape her. And then Freddie, who is her cousin's son and used to be a student, tried to kill him. And like hit him with an iron, which funnily enough is how his mum killed her like abusive husband 20 years ago on EastEnders. Suki, wow, parallels. Yeah, it was actually really good. All the fans were like, oh, it's just like little Mo. <laughs> um Suki has an abusive husband who has just kissed his illegitimate son's mother of his kids. Um, just fun and Suki's walked in. Meanwhile, Suki's having an affair with Stacy's wife. Stacy and Eve aren't actually together, but they are legally married, so Eve could get out of prison. Okay. Eve okay. is played by Heather Peace, who is the actress that I said I really liked that you saw at Brighton Pride, and I was really excited by. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Hmm. Um, Denise also has, like, a thing where she nearly had an affair with Ravi, who is Suki's husband's illegitimate son. Um, and then Ravi started sleeping with Denise's daughter. Um, and also Ravi is being investigated for drug dealing by Denise's husband, Jack. Jack hmm. is also the grandfather of Stacy's daughter's baby. <laughs> I need, like, I need, like, one of those boards... <laughs> And pins yep. and red string to connect all these people. This is confusing. Sharon is in a wedding dress on Christmas Day, which is exciting because at the time when the flash forward happened, she wasn't even with anyone, but Keanu had just come back into her life. And Keanu is the one that she had an affair with, which ended her marriage with Phil, and she got pregnant with Albie. I thought Keanu died. No. Was he not shot? In no. the warehouse? No, they faked it all. Why? <laughs> Martin and Linda, I think, faked it for some reason. I can't remember why. But it happened. Okay, sure, sure. He's still alive. You look adorable. I love you. Um, Except Sharon has just found out that the DNA test she did when Albie was born was wrong. And Phil's actually the dad, but she hasn't told them yet. And also, Keanu Keanu just faked Albie's kidnapping to get him and Sharon back together. And then pretended that him and his mum were like, the big heroes who rescued Albie when the whole time he was with Karen, who's Keanu's mum's sister's boyfriend. So it was mm-hmm. very um who was who was that woman who faked her daughter's kidnapping? You know Sharon Matthews, Shannon Matthews. Yeah, Shannon Matthews, yeah. very Shannon Matthews. That all wow. happened. Meanwhile, Linda's rapist has just come back to the square and has started a business with Ian and Cindy Beale. Cindy Beale's just come back from the dead. Linda's rapist is also Dean, who is her dead husband, Mick, Danny Dyer, his brother. Although Danny... not Wait, did uh, did Danny Dyer die? Yeah, yeah, last Christmas. Why? (laughs) Uh, Danny Dyer wanted to leave. But it's like an open death. He's lost at sea. <laughs> so I'm sure he'll just he'll come back like I don't know MJ and MJ and Elvis Presley, sure. <laughs> um yeah, so Dean is Shirley's kid. You know Shirley, everyone loves Shirley. Dean also used to date Stacy. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait. Is Shirley the blonde one who goes around being like Heather, but Heather died because she got yeah, killed yeah. by an eight-year-old? Like a yes. like, that is pathetic. Who yeah. got who gets killed by an eight-year-old anyway? <laughs> well, um Ben Mitchell, who killed her that's Kathy's son yes and then all... he went he went to prison and mm-hmm. then he he came back like a month later and he'd yeah. like increased by in age by like six years yeah. and was an entirely different person yeah yes that's okay him. right right got it got he's it he's also been through like five recasts at this point <laughs> <laughs> he's like the most changed face on the square um also dean used to be Denise's stepson so a lot of people think he's really looking likely to be the body Mm -hmm. um but it could be it could be any of the men it could be at this point Keanu Dean Phil some people are even saying Ian Rocky Ravi Nish Jack some people even think Max Branning could make a comeback and it could be him who knows where'd Max Branning go uh he ran off with his granddaughter what not not in a romantic way oh <laughs> well he already shagged that stacy no, girl who's basically no, his daughter-in-law like... right so i thought oh my god he's got likes to be even younger 
Wow. <laughs> no, no, it's like a one-year-old baby. He ran off with her. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. I redact everything I just said then. <laughs> Although, do you remember when he had an affair with Lucy Beale? Ian Beale's daughter when she was like 17 and then she got murdered by another eight-year-old, her brother Bobby. Oh, I do remember this actually. Yeah. They have yeah, a lot of child killers. It was such a big who done it. And then it was yeah. like, oh my God, it was Bobby. Who the hell yeah. is Bobby? And it was literally yeah. like a four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's still on it. Bobby nearly died in the fire at Rocky set the other week. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So at this rate, it's looking like Oscar, who is Oh, baby. Linda's like six year old son looking like he could be the killer. <laughs> okay. Baby bear, you be careful. Oh, also, Linda's just got a new stepdad called George Knight, so he could be the body as well. Okay. We'll see. Kyra's very excited about all this. <laughs> well, your guess is as good as mine. Can we can we have a bet on who the body is? Uh, what are the names again? Wait, is Phil Mitchell one of the but is is he one of the? I I think Phil's likely. People are saying they wouldn't kill off a legend, but I'm also like, this is the biggest story that EastEnders have done since Who Killed Lucy Beale. So if they were gonna get rid of Phil Mitchell at all, then this would be how they do it. It's a bit like Who Shot Mr. Burns. Yeah, or Who Killed Dirty Den, or Who Shot Bill, or I'm trying to think. EastEnders had like a lot of. Who done it? You know who, who done it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was Maggie then, wasn't it? Who shot Mr. Burns? It's always the kid. This is what we've learned: kids are murderers. Yeah. So the body, I think, is gonna be. I have no idea about any of these people. I'm just gonna <laughs> pick Jack. You can have Jack. We'll we'll go with Jack. Okay. I pick yeah. Jack. Who are you picking? Ooh. I do think it's unlikely, but I want to say Phil. I'm going Phil. Okay. Yeah. Because he, he's got links to all of them, you know? He's got kids with Kathy, kids with Denise. He's used to be married to Sharon, got a kid with Sharon. Him and Linda are both alcoholics, so they bonded about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's got much beef with Suki, but why not? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going, Phil. I think I'm wrong, but I'm going. Okay. So to summarize, yeah, Jack or Phil. Yeah. Even though Dean is probably the most likely one. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. When is that happening? Christmas Day. Uh, well, it just says Christmas. We don't know what day. So exciting! Finally, something to look forward to in this boring dystopia. Okay, that that's all for this episode. <laughs> that is all for this episode, the first episode of Podmas. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Make sure you follow Rachel's channel. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Make sure you give me five stars on Spotify. Really appreciate it. And see you guys tomorrow. See you guys tomorrow. No guarantees though, okay? Don't hold it against me if I don't manage to do this. But thank you all for watching. Bye. The Elise Easy Show.